Welcome to StoryClicks podcast, where we explore ways to grow business, develop creativity, and live life better. I'm your host, Maris Prindulis. PR is a mystery. Most solopreneurs are frustrated because they don't know how to get the PR they deserve, but they know they need it because their competitors and peers are in the media. We're excited to have Jo Caruana on our podcast. She's a PR and marketing pro who will help us demystify the world of PR. Jo Caruana is the founder and CEO of The Finesse Group. The group's various arms work together to finesse every aspect of the client's journey, from story brand messaging, content, PR and communications, to customer care training and business etiquette. Joe is a passionate supporter of business, and especially small businesses or those that bring something positive to the world. She's never happier than when strategizing with her 95% female team and other key collaborators on how to help a small business get started on their PR journey. From podcast guesting to getting the media coverage they deserve. Joe lives on a canal boat in England with her husband and two dogs, Pip and Kevin. She loves any excuse for great food, time with friends and regular trips to the theater. She also is a writer, editor, actress and a presenter. I got to know Joe through the Story Brand Marketing community where we both received certification to implement the Story Brand framework. As you'll hear in the interview, she's a highly motivated individual who is always looking out for her client's success. Enjoy the interview with Joe Caruana. I'm excited to welcome today's podcast guest, Joe Caruana, the founder and CEO of Finesse Group. Joe, thank you for being with us today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Maris, to be here. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, it's an honor. I know you have broad experience in PR and marketing. Uh, today, I would like to take the opportunity to discuss the importance of PR in our lives. So, what is PR? Yeah, let's start with that, Maris. So it's one of the questions I get asked the most as a as a PR consultant in a in a gen, in a wider marketing agency. What is PR? Um, it's one of those mysteries, right? I think everybody understands marketing, but people hear p- PR or public relations, and they're not sure what it means. So for me, when I talk about PR, I describe it as other people talking about us. So marketing is when we talk about ourselves and PR is when other people talk about us. And we all know the value of other people talking about things, right? I mean, it's one thing if I see a social media post of somebody talking about the book that they've written, for instance. And it's another if I see somebody else saying, you have to read this book. It's amazing. They're both kind of saying the same things, but somebody else saying it makes it so much more trustworthy. So the the, the purpose behind, behind PR is to create a strategy where other people are talking about you, your business, your product, your book, your services. Um, and, and the idea is that it helps to create buzz. So PR is a function of marketing. It falls under your wider marketing strategy. But in my opinion, it needs to take up at least 30% of your overall marketing strategy. 70% should be what you are doing and saying about yourself. Uh, and that could be your advertising, your website, your social media, all of the stuff that you do yourself. 
And then 30% needs to be creating opportunities for other people to talk about you. All right. Uh, so w when a person without marketing starts working with you, what's what's the process like? Yeah. So, um, I mean, it varies significantly based on the size and type of the business. So I am particularly passionate about small businesses and I love working with founders who are maybe going on their first journey with PR. Um, so when they come to us, the first thing that we need to look at is what is the story you need to tell that's going to make other people be interested? Because the story can't just be, hi, I create websites or hi, I've written a book or whatever it may be, because that's not going to be enough to cut through the noise. And you have to remember the goal with the media is often, sorry, the goal with PR is often to get the attention of the media or of say an influencer, somebody who has their own platform, because what you want to do is you want to piggyback on their platform. Um, so when we start working with clients early stage in PR, we're really looking at all the different elements of their story and we're trying to decide what could be considered interesting from an outside perspective. So maybe they're doing something good in business, but they're doing it in a particular new way that makes their business a little bit more exciting. Or maybe um, they have uh, created a product, but the story behind why they created that product is really interesting. Maybe they saw a particular problem in the market, or maybe they, um, they saw something in the news that made them realize that there was a problem that needed to be solved. So invariably, we find that there is a story to be told behind every business, but people often don't realize it's there because they're so busy just trying to sell their product and trying to market their business. So we start with a strategy phase where I will work with the client, understand what makes them different. And I actually have my own PR framework called the Gotham framework um, that helps our clients to work through the different elements of their story to come out the other end with a really clear vision of what they need other people to talk about. And once they have that, then it's so much easier for them to be confident in front of the media um, and tell their story on platforms that otherwise they would not be able to get to. So creating a clear vision that they want other people to talk about, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ex explain that a bit, please. Sure. So, so again, the goal with PR is that we want other people talking about us. So these other people could be journalists, they could be podcast hosts, they could be TV um, presenters, they could be influencers on social media. Now, these people tend to be absolutely bombarded by requests to be featured on their platform. So for instance, if you're somebody and you think, oh, I really like Forbes, okay, Forbes is a great platform. I'm a person in business, I deserve my story to be told on Forbes. The truth is that most people think their story deserves to be told on Forbes and that Forbes journalists, I know quite a few of them, Forbes journalists receive hundreds, if not thousands of requests every week to, to tell their story. I'm actually a journalist myself, so that's how I started in my career. I've been a magazine editor um, for over 15 years, primarily working in the business space. And even I, even though I'm not super active anymore, I still receive probably... 20 or 30 requests every week to be featured on one of my platforms. And so often those requests don't take into consideration the fact that I need to tell a story. They just want to push a product. 
Um, so the whole thing is that we need to think about the benefit of our story to the other person, to the journalist, the influencer, the podcast host. And when we work with them to come up with something that's a fit for their platform, for their audience, they're actually going to be grateful because they're always looking for content. They're always looking for good ideas. The problem is they're not looking for ideas that feel like marketing or feel like sales. They're looking for ideas that feel like stories and that are going to be of benefit to their audience because at the end of the day if they put out content that's not a fit for their audience their audience is going to disengage so your job as somebody that wants to get pr is to think how is my story going to be a value to this particular platform or this particular journalist and like i say there's a whole process to that um, and that's what we help our clients with very interesting so what pr strategies are working best for solopreneurs at the moment Good question. And the reason that's a good question is because PR takes a variety of different forms and you can do all of it or you can do very little of it. But the key thing for a solopreneur is to do something that's actually going to work. Um, and the worry with PR is that you can throw spaghetti at a wall and nothing hits, right? Because PR, unlike marketing, where you can say, I'm spending $10 and I'm making $12 and therefore it works, uh, you know, with things like Facebook advertising or Instagram advertising. With PR, it is a lot harder to work out the exact ROI. Um, and PR also tends to be quite a time investment, i.e. PR you do today could bring you a client in a year's time because they listen to you on a podcast or they read about you in an article that they find online. Um, but it doesn't often have that massive uplift like it would if you were investing $1,000 in Facebook. But the truth is your $1,000 on Facebook will start and end with that campaign, whereas PR will keep on giving t time after time. So to answer your question about what's working for solopreneurs particularly, um, one of the strategies that we're finding to be really good is pod strategic podcast guesting. So what that means is that as somebody who um, maybe you've written a book or you're a coach or you are a solopreneur um, just trying to grow, if you are going on other podcasts. So you're not starting your own podcast necessarily, but you are going on other podcasts strategically at least once a month. Um, that is working really well to grow an audience. And then the key thing is to repurpose that content. So from every podcast recording for our clients, we will always write at least two blogs and at least four social media posts. If it's videoed, we would also do reels and YouTube shorts, um, maybe TikToks as well. Um, and so you repurpose it in as many different ways. And we find that our clients can get a whole month of content for their marketing just from one podcast guesting session. So that means it's huge value because you only really need to give up an hour, hour and a half of your time. Um, and so the strategy is all about finding the right podcast for your audience. So yeah, podcast guesting is something I would say is working really, really well. Um, and then another thing that's working well is, um, is our media match. And what that basically means is we have a sort of a service where 
because we have some really great PR tools, we are sort of keyed in to what journalists are talking about and looking for. And we use those services to match our clients to their requests. So for instance, one I just saw now is I saw a journalist wanting to speak to an interior designer who'd worked on a kitchen that was blue. And so I have a few clients in that space. So I immediately reached out to them and say, and said, Hey, any case studies of blue kitchens that you've worked on recently? And I connect them with the journalist. And if it all works out, then that's a PR opportunity. Sometimes on huge publications, we've managed to get our clients on huge publications for very little money, just because they were in the right place at the right time with the right story. So I would say those two strategies are working very well for small clients because they're low cost, low resource, i.e. they don't take a lot of time and energy um, and they're low risk as well, i.e. you're not giving up a lot of time, a lot of budget, um, um, which which detracts from the business. So I would say if you are a solopreneur, go for podcast guesting or go for media match. So podcast guesting and media match. What other types of strategies are there? Yeah, so those are those are two of them. You're right. Um, then I would say another major strategy is just PR strategy, right? So our larger clients, clients who have um, more resources to invest in their PR, in their wider marketing and PR strategy, we would start with a a phase of strategy development for them. Um, and that means understanding, really understanding their market, their competitors and the media that are relevant in their space. Um, and then every single month we're going out there creating opportunities for them. Now, opportunities in PR could look like anything from having an article in a top magazine to um, hosting an event. Um, we, we, we work a lot in the luxury hospitality space. So for instance, we would invite journalists to a press dinner um, and those journalists would then be invited to try the menu and maybe to, um, you know, to, to write about it if they liked it. Um, so PR can look like such a vast selection of things. So it could be events that you create, um, publications, TV, being invited onto radio stations. Um, and then you could have your own podcast, your own event, your own book. Uh, these could all be things that if we were sort of looking at a vast strategy and a year's worth of time, we would say, okay, we recommend that in January, we try to be on this publication. In February, we're going to attend this event. In March, we're going to invite the press to experience this product. And you create a monthly calendar. Um, and that just helps you to have something where you're being talked about every single month. Maybe you could also have an influencer partnership um, where you would line up with another influencer and you would do something where they're talking about you. So as you can see, it's vast. And our job is always to look at who the client is, what they're trying to achieve long term, not so much short term, because PR is very is very medium to long term, and who their audience is, who needs to hear this story? Are they reading magazines? Are they listening to podcasts? Are they watching TV? And then reverse engineering that to make sure that they are visible to that audience. Mm -hmm. Is PR something that people can do for themselves, at least when they're starting out? PR is something you can definitely do for yourself. I mean, just think about PR as relationships, right? It's public relations. So I think when I was very, very early stage in my career, um, I joined my local chamber of commerce and was very visible um, as somebody that was there um, 
meeting people at the networking events, trying to add value by sitting on one of the committees and getting to know other people. And that is public relations in the same way that appearing in an article is public relations because it's about relationships. And the truth is that some of it's some of the best PR I ever did. I still get calls today from relationships that I that that started at that chamber of commerce because you know 15 years later people remember, oh Joe, she's the one that writes. Um she's the one that does PR, give her a call. And that's what I mean about PR. I still, every day pretty much, will will receive an email or get a call from a client who um, met me that way all those years ago. And obviously PR evolves over time. But if, if you are just starting out or if you have a very small budget, just pick one thing and do it well, like join a local network um, uh, or become an active part of uh, maybe a, a paid Facebook group where you're you're in a different space to your own. I always say, like, say you are a If you're a marketer and you want to work with real estate agents, for instance, you want to work in property, don't join a network of other marketers. Join a network of real estate agents and be somebody that turns up at their event and adds value to their uh, conversations, can answer questions that they have that you know the answer to. Um, uh, And that is a great first time PR strategy because you will find that by being generous and by being a really nice person um, to work with in a space that's a bit different from your own, um, you're going to be able to add a lot of value and people are going to remember you. Um, and another tip is to have something that makes you a little bit different. Uh, so for instance, um, something I often talk about is the fact that um, most of the time I live on a boat. Um, people just find that interesting. It's just a normal fact about my life, but for some reason people want to know more about it and it makes me memorable in their mind um, as the PR person that lives on a boat. Now, it could be any Anything, right? It could be where you're from. It could be something interesting about um, your personality or your hobbies. Just try to connect something about you that is a little bit different, a little bit original. Um, and this is actually part of the PR framework that you and I will talk more about in a minute, Maris. But, um, but the truth is that people aren't necessarily going to remember PR, but they will remember something that makes you a bit different. So if you can find a way to connect those two things in their minds, then the next time they need whatever service you're offering, they're going to remember you. So, um, so yeah, I would say for early stage PR, get out there and meet people in person because that's coming back in a big way as well. I will just add for our listeners that uh, make sure to go to our blog post or, or check the show notes because these are great ideas to follow through on. So let's talk about that PR framework. Okay, so the the pre-R framework that I created is called Gotham. And the idea is that we take people through their the, the different parts of it. And I think you and I, Maris, we're actually going to go through it on a future episode of this fantastic podcast that you've created so that we can show people exactly what they need to do um, uh, in order to to go through that framework themselves. But, but in a nutshell, it's about understanding all the different elements of your story and positioning it in a way that other people are going to be interested 
interested in so that when you do have an opportunity to be invited on a podcast or to speak at an event um, uh, or for the media to feature you, you're not sitting there going, oh my goodness, what am I going to talk about and what's going to be interesting? You're immediately going to have something that you can send to the media and they're going to be like, yep, that's great. You're interesting. You're different. I want to feature you. Um, so yeah, I think, I hope working through this framework will give your listeners an opportunity to, to see their story with, uh, you know, from a new perspective and realize how interesting they are and the opportunities that they have for PR. Thank you, Joe. Is there anything else you would like to add to our conversation? Sure. So I think one of the things that that my clients say to me again and again is once they get into PR, it's actually really fun because it's one of the parts of marketing where you can just sort of say, this is about, this is about me. It's not about it's not about sales necessarily. So just take the pressure of sales off for a moment and just enjoy connecting with people in whatever platform that that may be. So if you're guest blogging, have fun and write a blog that, you know, really showcases your personality. If you are speaking at an event or you're networking an event, you know, really show who you are, because the truth is people are going to radiate towards you if you are yourself. And, um, and, and if you are that little bit different, or you, you have something that helps you to stand out. So yeah, for me, PR is is a really fun opportunity to look at yourself and your business in a different way and not to add more pressure onto your marketing strategy, but to give yourself almost the ability to shake off, um, uh, you know, the shackles of what other types of marketing make you do. I have to write a social media post. I have to do this. I have to, it has to be 500 words. It has to be SEO. It has to hmm. be brand, you know, my brand colors and my this. Marketing can be quite can be quite a lot of pressure. Everything has to has to fit under an umbrella. And of course that's important and it's great. But PR is almost the opposite of that. It's just about connecting to people on a very real level. And I think post-COVID, there's a big surge in the need for that kind of thing. People are looking for their tribe, they're looking for people they mm. can connect with and they can trust. And if you go into that space as somebody who's um, excited and open to the relationship side of of this part of our of our world, then I think you're going to be really successful because it's exactly what the world needs right now. Beautiful. Where can people find more about what you're doing? Sure. So we have a um, we have a free guide. If people are interested in podcast guesting, um, then they're welcome to download um, a free resource, which will just help them to get all the tips they need. They'll find that at byfinessgroup.com forward slash guesting guide guesting guide double g in the middle there um, you can also find us on instagram at by finesse group um, and i'm on there as well at joe caruana um, and you know i'd love to i'd love to chat to anybody that's interested i do free 30 minute um, calls where i'm just happy to chat and give advice to people um, even if i never hear from you again <laughs> i always just like to hear um, where you are in your pr journey and if you just have you know one or two questions that you'd like answered um, I'm more than happy to to help, and I'm sure Marius, you'll pop my my link in the in the show notes for for this. And then, yeah, I'd love to chat if I can help. Uh, thank you. Yes, and definitely check the show notes for links and resources. All of those are going to be in there. And uh, I have a final, like, kind of fun question I ask every guest. Yes, whatever comes to your mind, and <laughs> feel free to answer however you feel about it. So the question is, what has made you laugh really hard lately? 
What's made me laugh really hard lately? Oh, I know it. What is it? It's on the top of my, it's on the tip of my tongue. What show have I been watching that's really made me laugh? <laughs> well, right now I'm watching a show. Actually, I'm watching a show called Bad Sisters on Apple TV. I don't know if you know it, but it's really, really funny. And that that always makes me laugh. Um, it's a really, it's a really good show. And I've been watching it. I've been saving it for a while now because it's just so good. Um, so that that always makes me laugh. Um, I'm also a fan of British comedy and I recently moved back to the UK and I've been re-watching British comedies like The Vicar of Dibley and Faulty Towers and to be honest that kind of comedy also makes me laugh um, and yes I love laughing I'm actually um, in my in my other life I am a, a member of a comedy troupe um, called The Comedy Nights which performs um, a big Christmas show every year uh, on the island of Malta which is um, I'm half Maltese so I, I have a big connection to the island and lived there for many years and um yeah i love to laugh so anything what about you maris what makes you laugh i think lately what has really surprised me is um irish writer who wrote uh, it crowd but he had a show also called uh -huh. father ted like it just uh, oh yeah complete it's hysterical <laughs> yes complete craziness but so well so well done i think so that that has been one of uh, the latest shows I've been enjoying. Amazing. Well, we all need to laugh now more than ever. Yeah. So it's a it's a good question about laughter because it makes us look on things a little bit differently. And yes, hey, great recommendations. Uh, I'll check out those shows and also learning about your comedy troupe. Awesome. <laughs> Joanna, it's been so fun. Thank you for sharing. I so appreciate your insights. Thank you for your time and for being with me today. Not at all. Thanks so much, Maris. This is a great podcast. I'm really honored to be here and I look forward to our next session as well. Thank you. Awesome. This was an interview with PR pro Joe Caruana. Make sure to check out the show page or show notes for a free PDF on how to be a great podcast guest. This PDF will give you the confidence you need to deliver a great experience when guesting a podcast. Joe will be back in the next episode where she will guide us through her PR framework. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss when this episode is out. For a written summary of this podcast, head to storyclicks.us slash podcast. Thank you for tuning into this episode of our StoryClicks podcast, where we explore ways to grow your business, develop your creativity and live life better.